It's God's plan for me, and I respect yes, that. It's God's plan for me, and I believe uh -huh. that. It's God's plan for me, and I receive that. Guess yep. what, dawg? You know you better believe uh -huh. that. It's God's plan for me, and I respect yes, that. It's God's plan for me, and I believe uh -huh. that. It's God's plan for me, and I receive That's that. Fight. Fikes. What a favorite purpose. I'm your host, Jamel Deal. I would like to say thank you for tuning in. I hope that what you hear today brings you peace, joy, love, and happiness. But most of all, I hope it brings you one step closer to your growing relationship with Christ. Today I'll be discussing the good news. Um, I know some people wonder why I've been away for such a long time. Uh, it's mainly personal and spiritual. The good thing is that I'm back and I'm ready to share God's word with you all. So we're talking about Peter and John. I read the book of Acts um, since um, I've been away and I've been reading a lot of the books in the Bible and so Acts talking about Peter and John before they went before the council and said some things that needed to have attention brought to it. So I thought what better way to bring that up this time around and when I'm coming back and with favorite purpose and being able to share this with you guys. Um, their salvation, no one else. Um, God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. So uh, Peter and John were seen for their boldness and, um, and they were ordinary men with no special training in scriptures but also recognizes men who has been with Jesus. And so the council conferred amongst themselves and commanded that Peter and John can never speak or teach in the name of Jesus. And so in a minute here, I want to kind of bring that all together. And so I want to do my best to not start things off with saying, I feel, because there is a moment in there where, you know, your feelings are clouded or biased. And so uh, in my mind, I thought that I had no place in sharing God's word. And so because I have no special training or did not read my Bible enough to equip myself the way I should, you know, should have in the beginning. So, um, like I said, I felt like I was on the roll with Faith with Purpose and then a lot of different things happened in my life. And so I felt like I was not in a place to where I can share. And so, you know, it takes a, a real mature person to go through that and understand that. I need to grow more before I be able to share the word with anybody else. And so I have to be doing the great things that God has put into me so I can share that with the world. Um, also, then Peter and John asked, do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? They're talking to an another man. And um, as, as they go on to mention, they cannot stop telling everything they had seen and heard. And so um, Acts 4, 1 through 22, encouraged me to stand up to my thoughts, which in this scenario is the council. And so while my thoughts kept me away from faithful purpose, uh, I struggled to read my Bible consistently. And when I read the word, I can boldly say that, you know, I will and I can never stop sharing everything, you know, that I've seen and I heard that God is going to do and he has done for me so far. And so once Peter and John were free, um, the believers pray for courage. And so in that prayer, it was said, oh, Lord, hear their threats and give us your servants great boldness. And preaching your word, stretch out your hand with uh, healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So it was said that after this prayer, the meeting place shook. And so um, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. And so let's be bold in our faith. And also, let's be bold in sharing the word of God. And so that's what I got from it. And I was like really, really ecstatic to get this word delivered today. And so I'm not a preacher, guys. And so and I don't aspire to be one, but I do aspire to be a vessel 
that uh, God can use to help others connect themselves to God uh, where they are, you know, and where you are in your life right now. And so the book of Acts uh, going on talking about how the you know apostles healed many. They met opposition and were thrown in jail. And so an angel of the Lord came at night and so and opened the gates, bringing them out and telling them to go to the temple and give the people the message of life. And so um, they started teaching immediately that morning, but the high priests and officials had no clue. Um, they wouldn't find them in their cells because it was securely locked. And so with guards outside of it, the, the news broke that they were standing in the temple teaching the people. So can you imagine if you're in jail and then all of a sudden an angel comes down and you get freed and you're like, where am I supposed to go? And then you go into the temple and continue. You just preach to people. Right. So I was, I was like, of course, you know. Of course, they arrested them again and reminded them, you know, of their command, you know, commanding them to te not to teach again. And Peter told them, we must obey God rather than any human authority. And so that's what I was saying earlier. Like, do you not understand that, you know, we are going to obey God? We're not going to obey you. You know what I'm saying? And so some people get that kind of confused and be like, well, I was told to do this, but did God tell you to do that? And so also you can go another stretch and say, like, you know, well, how do you know it's from God? So we'll get into that another time or later on in another episode. But I know that he was like, because God raised Jesus from the dead after he was killed by you, you know, on the cross, God put him in the place of honor at his right hand and as a prince of savior. I mean, prince and a savior, my bad. And so uh, this is so that the people of Israel will repent of their sins and be forgiven. We witnessed it and so did the Holy Spirit, who is given by the God um, to those who obey him. And so... Um, also the council became furious and decided to kill them, but a Pharisee name, um, I can never say that name. I think it's Gamaliel and I think that's the name, man. But I know those Bible book names be so hard to say, but, um, I know that an expert, he was an expert in religious law and well-respected, but the people in, uh, was like, nope, they were like, nope, not at all. Let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> let's watch this thing play out because there was a man named, I think it's, the eight, I can't even say his name, Thetis, Thetis, and so uh, anyways, he was pretending to be someone great and had a decent follower, but he was killed, leaving his followers to scatter and go their separate ways, also the same thing happened to Judas, and so he was like, leave these men alone, let them go, if the things they are teaching are merely on their own, it would be overthrown, and um, if it's from God, it would not be able to be overthrown, so you might even find yourself fighting against God. And so uh, after all of that, they were, they were let go, rejoiced that God counted them worthy to suffer disgrace uh, for the name of Jesus. And every day in the temple and from house to house, they continue to teach and preach the message. Jesus is the Messiah. And so God is worthy to be praised. And I, and I, I heard that song a lot growing up in church myself. And, you know, he is worthy to be praised and praise him everywhere. And uh Obey his word daily. Never feel that you are not worthy to share the word of God, because sometimes you will have to suffer disgrace for the name of Jesus. And um, in Acts, I began to read on, you know, about the seven men who were chosen, who was respected and filled with spirit and wisdom. So Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, Philip, um, is Procurus, uh, Nicanor, Timon, uh, Perminus. Uh, and Nicholas of Antioch. Uh, those names are so hard to say. Uh, like I said, it's a lot of them. It was seven of them. And so I want you to understand that, you know, 
Uh, bear with me as I'm messing up these names, just like I do in real life as a teacher. I mess names up, so I tell them, tell me your name all the time. And I say, tell me how to pronounce the name, because I don't want to get it wrong. But God, please forgive me for not saying these names wrong. I mean, for not saying these names right. Uh, they all played a major role, but the rest of Stephen was the craziest example of being lied on, hated, misunderstood, envied, and a list of other things. Um, he was lied on about blasphemy you know, against Moses and God. It was said by a witness that he was always speaking against the Holy Temple and against the law of Moses. And so they heard him say that Jesus of Nazareth will destroy the temple and change the customs Moses handed down to them. There was a blank stare from the council and his face became bright as an angel's. Um, Stephen addressed the council and gave them the story of Abraham and Mesopotamia before he settled in Haran. So um, where God told him to leave his land and relatives and come into the land, he will show him. Uh, Abraham fathered Isaac, Isaac fathered Jacob. Jacob became the father of 12 patriarchs of the Israelite nation. Joseph, one of the 12 patriarchs, brothers were jealous of him. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot to say, man. Uh, but at the end of the day, Egypt went through his misery and famine. So Joseph met Pharaoh and told his family to come through, all 75 of them. Like, bring all 75 of your kinfolk down here, man. You know what I'm saying? Just bring them on down here. We got we got everything for y'all. But at the end of the day, we ain't got nothing, really. So uh, numbers in Egypt increased. But then a new king came along and knew nothing about Joseph. And so this king was not a good person. And so... Uh, Moses was born during that time and, and, you know, and beautiful in God's eyes. And his parents abandoned him after three months. And Pharaoh's daughter adopted him as her own. Moses was taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians. And he was powerful in both speech and action. And so my thing was, I, I thought these would be good story plots and stories to tell you guys along the way through this book of Acts. Because uh, with me coming back, sharing the good news, I felt like you guys need to understand the story of good news is is all throughout the Bible, but Acts is where I am, where I am right now in my life, and this is where I am going with this for today's episode. So please bear with me. Uh, now we're going to talk about Moses at the age of forty. Okay, and so uh, he decided it was time to visit his relatives, the people of Israel, and quickly he saw an Egyptian uh, mistreating an Israelite and ended up killing the Egyptian. He thought um, his people would realize that God had sent him to rescue them, but they didn't. You know, and so Moses ran into a situation of two Israelites fighting and wanted to be a peacemaker. But the wrongdoer, you know, he wanted nothing to do with him. He said, are you going to kill me like you did the Egyptian? And so Moses heard that and fled the country and lived as a foreigner in the land of Midian, where he uh, fathered two sons. Forty years later, in the middle of the desert, um, an angel appeared to Moses in the flame of a burning bush. And so Moses was amazed by what he was seeing as he got closer. The voice of the Lord called out to him. And so um, I am the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Joseph. Moses was shook with terror and did not dare to look. In that moment, the Lord told him he was sending him back to Egypt, a place where his people rejected him and said he wasn't their ruler or judge over them. Ironically uh, enough, you know, God sent him to be their ruler and savior. He did many wonders and had miraculous signs that, you know, helped him um, lead his people out of Egypt through the Red Sea in the wilderness for 40 years. Um, Moses received life, giving words to pass on to them. And so the ancestors refused to listen to Moses. And so they rejected him and wanted to return to Egypt, got turned away 
from them and abandoned them to serve the stars of heaven as of the uh as their gods. Um, his ancestors carried the tabernacle with them through the wilderness. Um, it was constructed according to the plan God had shown Moses. Later, Joseph, uh, not Joseph, Joshua led the ancestors in battle and kept the tabernacle until King David came along. Uh, you stubborn people, you are a heathen at heart and deaf to the truth. Must you forever resist the Holy Spirit? And so um, the leaders were infuriated by Stephen's story and they were I mean, enraged. And so all the while, Stephen remained full of Holy Spirit and gazed steadily um, into heaven and saw the glory of God. And he saw Jesus standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. So they tried to block him out, you know, by covering their ears and shouting. And eventually they rushed at him and dragged him out of the city and began to stone him where his accusers took off their coats and placed them at, uh, at the feet of Saul while they stoned him. Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He fell to his knees shouting, Lord, don't charge them with this sin. And then he died. Saul was a witness and actually agreed with the killing. So I want to kind of go back here a little bit. We went from Moses' story to Stephen's story. And um, so now we're trying to figure out where, you know, Saul was a witness and he actually agreed with the killing. And so, you know, persecution scattered the believers and, um, you know, Saul was going everywhere to destroy the church. He went from house to house, dragging out both men and women to throw them into prison. So now we're talking about Saul here. And so as Philip uh, preached in Samaria, believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. People believe Philip's message of God, I mean, message of good news uh, about God, you know, concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. As a result, many men and women were baptized. Uh, Simon himself believed and was baptized. He began following Philip wherever he went and was amazed. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the people of Samaria had accepted God's message, they sent Peter and John. And as soon as they arrived, they prayed for the new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit hasn't come yet. So um, with them being baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, Peter and John later um, laid their hands, I'm sorry, on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Um, so Simon had it all mixed up because um, he saw what they did and he thought he could, you know, buy this power. And so um, and I love Peter's response here in Acts 8, 20 and 23. It says, may your money be destroyed with you for thinking God's gift can be bought. Uh, you can have no part in this for your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts for I can see that you are full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin. And so I think that was a nice little, you know, clap back right there by your boy Peter, man. And so uh, Simon asked him to pray, you know, to the Lord that the terrible things they said won't happen to him. Uh, after testifying and preaching the word of the Lord in Samaria, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem. And so they stopped in many Samaritan villages along the way to preach the good news. And so that kind of made me feel like that why I want, that's why I wanted to go with this uh, topic of the good news uh, coming right back with a favorite purpose after being gone for a while. And so um, the good news carries on here. And so as I kept reading more, I got to, you know, the conversation that Saul had with Jesus about persecuting him. And so um, Jesus told him to get up and go into the city. And you'll be, he'd be told what you must do. And so those around Saul were speechless because they heard the voice of Jesus, but couldn't see him. 
And so when Saul rose to his feet and um, opened his eyes, um, his sight was gone. He was blind. And so uh, he was led to Damascus by his companions. He was blind for three days and did not eat or drink. And so along comes a believer in Damascus named Ananias. And so the Lord spoke to him in a vision calling his name. He he told, you know, he, he was told to go over to Straight Street to the house of Judas. And so when you get there, ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. And so he's praying to me right now. And uh, I have shown him a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and laying hands on him so he can see again. And so Saul's reputation scared um, Ananias. You know, the Lord said, go for Saul is my chosen instrument uh, to take my message to the Gentiles and to kings as well as to the people of Israel. And so you got to think about it. Remember, Saul is going through people's houses and taking them from their houses and you know, threatening him and doing all this crazy stuff to them. And so that's why he was frightened. And Ananias was like, what? Like, really, I have to go and find this Saul guy, the, the same one that's taking people from the homes and doing all this crazy stuff? And so, um, anyways, and I will show, you know, him how much he must suffer for my namesake. And so um, Ananias found Saul and did what the Lord said. And Saul gained his sight back and was filled with the Holy Spirit. He even got baptized. And ate food and regained his strength. And so Saul stayed with the believers in Damascus for a few days. He preached that Jesus is the son of God. And so people judged him based off of his past and questioned if he was, uh, if his belief was real. And Jews wanted to kill him, but he was alerted and was able to make his way to Jerusalem. And so believers, there were afraid of him because of his past. And so, but they heard how he boldly preached in the name of Jesus in Damascus. He stayed with the apostles and preached more. And his preaching became more powerful. He had a, a debate with some Greek-speaking Jews, and they had tried to murder him. And so this right here is where it get kind of crazy a little bit, because the believers protected him and made sure, you know, he made it back to his hometown, Tarsus. And the church had his peace, and it became stronger as the believers lived in fear. Um, you know, is the Lord, you know, um with him and so yeah he was like with the encouragement of the holy spirit it also grew in numbers and so good news guys and so this is kind of where i wanted to break it down to you guys and help you guys understand that good news is that you tune in today and hopefully god has spoken to you and so i hope that you can see that through all you know of the believers and non-believers mentioned in this scripture they all have something in common they all had they all had an encounter with god and his promises you know, uh, the good news is that no matter where you are in life, no matter how bad things can get, no matter how wonderful things can be, um, God has chosen you. And so it is time that we choose him. God, thank you for bringing us this good news today. Amen and amen. So, uh, you know, it's a few scriptures I'm excited to read next. And um, those scriptures are... Acts 10 and 30, Acts 10, 34, um, God shows no favoritism in every nation. He accepts those who fear him and do what is right. And so Peter, uh, in Acts 11 and 17, um, it says, Peter asks an important question. Who was I to stand in God's way? And, um, God gives us the privilege of uh, repenting of our sins and receiving eternal life. And that's Acts 11, 18. And so with those three verses right there in the book of Acts, uh, I'm starting to kind of keep this series uh, wrapped up and 
um, and trying to kind of, how can I say, I'm trying to put it into to context for you guys and kind of let you guys go along with me in my journey of reading the Bible and getting back into it. And I'm super excited for 2023, super excited for everything that's going to come with Faith With Purpose and my family, uh, your families, and just uh, the grace of God, man. And it's just good news knowing that uh, this platform can help some people, and, and including myself. And um, like I said, it started off as a journey um, in my father-in-law's church to where I was reading the Bible and we were talking um, through sermon and um, it kind of, you know, God spoke to me in that sermon. And so uh, I was reading the Bible and, you know, it, it was a, it's a Spanish speaking service. And so some of the things I didn't understand what they were talking about. So I decided to kind of read along further ahead of the scripture and it was good news to me, man. And like I said, I just thought that where can I start here in 2023 and how can I bring faith with purpose back? And so either way it go, guys, I'm just glad that you guys are here with me. I'm glad that I'm here with you guys. And, you know, I hope that this message has helped someone today. And I hope that you can share this message with a friend or a family member. And I um, hope the stories didn't confuse you. But if it did confuse you a little bit, just open the Bible, guys, and go read uh, Acts the book of Acts, and so uh, that's what we're in right now, and I'm going to keep going on with this one here for the, um, for the next time, so stay tuned, and also, you know, don't hesitate to, you know, to reach out to me on any of the social media platforms for prayers, guys, for suggestions, uh, topics you want to hear, interviews, or collaborations, or things that, you know, I may have missed, or some points I may have missed in this, um, in this scripture, you know, or moments I have, or just Anything I missed, guys, just hit me up. Let me know. Um, you know, I'm, I'm here for you guys, and I want to make sure that we keep building those relationships. So um, thank you for tuning in, FWP Game. I love you. God loves you. And that's Fikes. Peace. 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 Peace.